hello 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 world welcome to my podcast medicine and the candy i am your host amanda kelly i started this podcast because i wanted to talk about issues going on in the world that are sometimes a hard pill to swallow my goal is for you to leave these episodes a little bit more enlightened a little bit more inspired a little bit more knowledgeable and a little bit more ready to face the world so join me and help me deliver some medicine and the candy Hello world. You guys may have noticed I've been MIA for a while. Interestingly enough, I had to take a little bit of a breather. Kind of for similar reasons for why I started the podcast, which is sort of odd. Um, There was so much going on in the world that I felt like I had something to say about it. And I felt like I could do it through a podcast. But then there continued to be so much going on in the world that it was overwhelming. And it was too much. I didn't want to talk about it. I wasn't inspired to talk about it. I felt like what I had to say might be too much for the world. I felt like I was too angry. That's kind of where I was with things. And I'm not 100% sure I'm totally out of that space. But if you've listened to any of my podcasts, I really value transparency, rawness, and honesty. And I was literally just sitting here staring out my window thinking that I haven't said anything in a while. And maybe talking about my silence, someone may connect to that. So, you know, there have been so many killings of black people recently. Started with George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey. And now there have been a few others. And people are up in arms. And sometimes I listen to both sides, the left and the right. And then sometimes when I catch myself listening to the right just to be fully educated, I kind of go, well... You know, what really happened during this shooting? Sometimes I find myself questioning whether there was really police brutality, whether there was really an injustice. I mean, the things you expose yourself to really have power over your mind. And so I've decided to dedicate a lot of my time to learning about Black culture in America, around the world, even ancient civilizations. Like I brought a book about the destruction of, you know, ancient black civilizations. Like I'm just in a space where I want to learn and empower myself because man, 
the things going on in the world will bring you down if you let it. You know, there's so many people that are like, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, and they're pumping their fist and they're proud. And that empowers me. But then there's so many people who don't get Black Lives Matter that honestly feel like it's a bad thing. And that weighs heavy on me. I'm like, how can you think that saying that someone's life matters is a bad thing? I I didn't get it. I, I, I still don't get it, honestly. And then, you know, we're in a climate of a very big election coming up. And I feel like the politics in America is really just at an all-time trash level in general. Like, the Democrats and Republicans are so busy trying to outdo each other that the actual politics that benefit people, I feel like they're being lost. Like, you hear Trump calling Biden Sleepy Joe and, you know... Biden and Kamala making disparaging comments about Trump. And it's like, well, when was the last time they've really talked about policy and what they're actually going to do for communities on like a real, you know, large scale? Like where, where are the debates? Like, you know, we are like, what, what are we in? We're in September. We're like two months away from the election. Where are the debates at? Where are your plans? What are you doing for the people in America? I'm, honey. That's why I had to be quiet. Because I'm like, we really need to take a step back and pay attention to what's going on. We really do. I feel like... We, and I firmly believe this, we have to be the change that we want to see. It starts with you. And I'm doing my best to be the change I want to see. I'm doing my best to educate myself and others around me. And, you know, not everyone's going to be pounding the pavement in marches. Not everyone's going to be in powerful positions. But there's a position for you to do something. You just got to find it. That's it. And then, you know, this whole thing about like Kamala Harris not being black. Whew, that kind of, it kind of, I, wow, I really, wow, is just how I felt about it. Like, wow. Like, yes, her mother is Indian. Yes, her father's Jamaican. So people are like, well, she's not like, black American because our father was an immigrant and I'm like like wh- why are we being so particular her father's a black man yes maybe his family did not have the you know black American experience where he had descendants who are directly slaves from the south part of the United States but at the end of the day he's a black man At the end of the day, she's a black woman who's half Indian. At the end of the day, she's embraced her black culture. I mean, 
she went to Howard and she's an AKA. And not to say those things definitely define blackness, but I mean, she was immersed in a black experience because she's a black woman. She was also immersed in Indian experience because she's an Indian woman and her mother was Indian. Like, bruh, chill. And then it's like, oh, she locked up so many black people. She was a prosecutor. Her job is to arrest people and put them in prison. And come on now, we acting like no black people commit crimes. Like we do the same way white people commit crimes. And at the end of the day, I feel like we're looking for perfection in some of these politicians. And honey, nobody is perfect. There's going to be no perfect politician. I'm not going to agree with everything Kamala Harris rolls out. I'm not going to agree with all her political policies. But I do know she takes a strong stance against gun violence. She feels strongly about uh, domestic violence. She supports gay marriage. You know, those things I rock with. I feel like we have a huge problem with guns in this country. And her track record, she likes to put people away who have violent crimes with guns. I mean, I don't know. I just start having these conversations and go on a tangent and then get myself sucked into this space that I don't want to be in, which is partly the reason I kind of just took a break from things. I don't know if y'all out there are feeling that, but I was feeling that. And so I stepped away and I tried to unplug from those things. And I was still feeling a little crazy on the inside. So I had to hit my therapist up. And this brings me to another point, like, dude, I am a proponent of therapy. I am a proponent of some type of spirituality or spiritual thing that you believe in that can help you get through life. Um, So I was leaning heavily on those things when I had to step away. You know, like, there were so many things going on in this world you know, coronavirus, uh, racial tensions. There's a lot. And we can't underestimate the effects of those things on our mind, our psyches, our hearts, our spirits. And I think it took me a couple of months to really feel it because I never stopped working, right? Like, So many people's lives got put on pause. Mine never did. I was in the midst of the shit, for lack of a better word. You know, like, I didn't have time to really, like, think. I feel like I I was working. I was trying to protect myself. I was trying to save patients. I was worried about protecting my family because, you know, we didn't know that much about coronavirus and people were going crazy. Like, is it airborne? Is it not? You know, I was scared to come home. Like, I didn't want to get my wife sick. I didn't want to get her grandmother sick. I didn't want to get, you know, my wife's son sick. Like, that in itself, I think, kind of had me in a little bit of a prison for a while. And then once I got a little bit more comfortable and we got a little bit better understanding of the disease, it's like, yo, I really can't go anywhere. (laughs) Like, you know, like, I don't really want to be in big crowds. 
I don't want to really expose myself to coronavirus. So, I mean, I've taken little trips here and there now. This is months down the line. But even then, like if it's too crowded, I'm like, yo, I'm good. And that takes a toll on your psyche. Like we are human beings. We want to connect. We want to socialize. We want to see our friends. We want to see our families. My whole family is on the East Coast in New Jersey. Thankfully, I flew to see them once. But now, you know, New York, New Jersey, they have restrictions. You got to quarantine. Like things were really starting to affect me. And I was I was getting in my feelings and not feeling like myself. I, I, I wouldn't say I was quite depressed, but my bubbly think about everything positive energy was dwindling. And I think over the years, I'm starting to become better at being in tune with that. Which is a good thing. Like, I mentioned that I have a therapist um, because I, I sometimes I need to talk to someone to sort through these feelings and emotions that I have that are starting to bog me down a little bit. And I don't require a therapist like every week or every two weeks, but I, I, rec- I can recognize when things are starting to shift in me and I will reach out. And it's always a productive, you know, conversation or visit. So I encourage you guys out there, if it's a reality for you to, you know, find a therapist because the things going on in this world are probably affecting you more than you know. And sometimes you're just not able to be so in tune with yourself to see it. Other people around there might see it before you see it. My wife always kind of kind of sees it before I see it still. Um, that's kind of what has been going on with me and why I haven't recorded in a while. And then I was just sitting here before I started recording. I was watching a video that Cardi B posted on her Instagram. And, you know, I think we all know that Cardi B is not always the most eloquent speaker, right? So because of that, people say she's stupid or, you know, they just really discredit her and make her seem like this really ghetto, ignorant person. And then, you know, she's very free with her body and her lyrics. So I'm sure that doesn't help people see her in a different light, right? But at the end of the day, she has so far made some pretty good business moves, put herself in a position to get herself out of her situation and become a businesswoman, a musician, and secure a spot for her family to be taken care of and successful, right? That in itself is dope, right? I don't care how she speaks, what she says. That in itself is great. And, you know, she has this song, WAP, out. For all of you guys who don't know what WAP is, it's called Wet Ass Pussy. And... People don't like it, especially conservatives. They feel like it's degrading, it's demeaning, it's disgusting. 
blah, 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 blah. And Cardi B was saying that, sorry if you hear footsteps, y'all. That's my wife's footsteps. She just walked down the steps. That's what happens when you record in your house in the living room. But nonetheless, she was talking about how a lot of Trump supporters or Republicans or conservatives don't like her. They harass her. They degrade her. They talk down about her. People were talking about Joe Biden for even sitting down and having a conversation with her. And she's like, why, why is it a problem that Joe Biden sits down to have a conversation with me? I have millions and millions and millions and millions of people who watch me. So it's smart for him to sit down because I'm giving him a platform in a way. Maybe people who wouldn't have ordinarily listened to him will hear him. And, you know, she talked about how Republicans are saying he's pandering the black and Hispanic vote. Um, And she was like, you know, maybe he is. But at the end of the day, it's a platform for people to listen and learn or be educated about what, quote unquote, Joe Biden's platform is. Right. So she's saying all of this stuff. And then she goes in the midst of all of this, in the midst of all of my success, her younger sister went to the Hamptons this weekend. Obviously, it's Labor Day weekend and, you know, people were out at the beaches and stuff like that. And her sister is actually in a lesbian relationship and they were being harassed out in the Hamptons uh, about, you know, their race. Um, I think that they were speaking Spanish and also about the fact that they were lesbians. And she made this point. Despite all the success that I have, despite all the money that I have, despite the positions I put myself and my family in, when we go to the Hamptons or when we go somewhere else, her sister and her sometimes are still reduced to a Hispanic woman who people feel shouldn't be in America or a lesbian woman who people feel shouldn't be in America, shouldn't be allowed to get married despite everything that she's accomplished. And this is why we as minorities are fighting so hard. Sorry, y'all hear more background noise that somebody's walking into the door. Despite all of that, we're still reduced to what we look like, what language we speak. This is why this movement is so important. This is why minorities are fighting so hard. This is why we say strongly, loudly, and proudly that Black Lives Matter with a fist up in the air. Because still in 2020, post-civil rights, post the Reconstruction era, post all of that stuff, doesn't matter the amount of success or education you have, if you're in the presence of certain people, you're still just a, a nigga at the end of the day. Those are some of the thoughts and reasons why I've been so quiet. So that's just a little something for you guys to think about. Those are the things I've been thinking about. Perhaps I'll be a little bit more frequent with my podcast since I've recorded one.
today. I don't know what I'm going to name this podcast because this was really very impromptu. So thank you guys for listening. Have a great Labor Day. Think about some of the things that I said. Even if you're not black or not Hispanic listening to this, I think the key is being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes and really try to understand and empathize with their feelings. Even if you don't necessarily always agree with it or understand with it, try to try to empathize. Background noise, y'all. Gotta go. Family's talking. Have a blessed weekend.